This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for being with us, folks. They're on main campus in Toronto at AMI, and we are settled in for another hour of our program with a lot of great content ahead. Time to catch up on things in the sports world, especially with the pair of Pan Ams on. Let's welcome in Brock Richardson. I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and analysis. Brock, a lot here on the table to get into, and we only have once a week to do it with you, so I'm going to fly right in. We're going to forego uh, your headline piece today or or whatever is going on. We're going to skip that, folks, because he's got a lot here. Huh. As with every yes. sporting event, we talk about success stories, but we also talk about disappointments. Um, who are we putting in that category? So let's start with the success uh, stories first. I One of the really cool stories that came out of this event was that on the same day, so day one of the competition, uh, we had a 66-year-old table tennis player, Stephanie Chan, win a medal. And then we also had 16-year-old Fernando Liu win another medal in swimming. Why is this important? Well, because... Uh, Stephanie Chan is 66 years old and Fernando Liu is only 16. Now, the cool thing about this is this has never happened where they've had the oldest member of the Canadian Paralympic Committee and the youngest member win a medal on the same day. Fernando Liu has added another uh, silver medal to his... uh, Sorry, Stephanie... uh, Yes, Fernando Liu has added another silver medal to his uh, collection... Uh, for uh, swimming, so that's pretty cool. But on the very first day, they both had one medal, oldest and youngest, which was pretty cool. Nice. Wow. That and is then, phenomenal. Wow, that's so cool. 50 years Yes. Ooh. Absolutely. And the Canadian Paralympic Committee is pretty proud of this as well. I think if we look at other success stories, I think uh, we can look at the women's goalball program defeating Brazil. This was a really big accomplishment for them. Uh, real-time update, they are currently beating the U.S. 3-2 in the gold medal game with about seven minutes left in the game. So fingers crossed we're adding another medal uh, to this. If we're looking, as we continue, if we're looking onto the track, I would say that the track and field is another success story as a whole for Canada. They started their event on Tuesday, which is a bit later than some of the other ones, Mm. and they already have seven medals to their name. So we're going to see more as time goes on, as the weekend uh, wraps up, because they started late, but so far we're off to a really good start. Okay. This is fantastic. I know we're basically, you know, in that home stretch, as we've been saying. So hearing all this at this point does feel like a nice uh, point for Canada. Um... We do talk about the success, but also the disappointments. So what do you want to mention there? So I would say that the first uh, disappointment for this would be that the men's side on wheelchair basketball losing in their semifinal is a huge uh, disappointment for uh, wheelchair basketball. Mm. This was a, a team that was really, really poised to get to that 
uh, gold medal uh, matchup and likely face uh, or what they thought was to face the United States. They really didn't play well. Uh, they lost by nine points this morning uh, to Colombia. Mm. It just didn't work. And now we talk about situations where they they need to win the bronze medal just to qualify for the last chance tournament that will be happening in April. This wow. is big, big pressure for Wheelchair Basketball Canada. Uh, another sort of unfortunate situation is the men's goalball team uh, losing to the United States 11-4 to yesterday. This was a real tough game for them. They They got into some trouble. They didn't play very well offensively nor defensively they ran into a little bit of penalty trouble and i know that's not the big point of every game but when you get one penalty it just seemed to snowball on them and it just one thing after another kind of happened for them um and and here we sit now they did Mm. bounce back today against argentina and win uh 6-2 so they've defended their uh bronze medal uh as well so that's uh that's pretty cool uh before we move off of this i just want to jump back on a few uh more success stories that i wanted to highlight i think if we look at the uh, women's wheelchair basketball program i think they are a success story thus far the reason i put thus far is because they still have to play uh the united states which is their arch rival as we often hear in canada they play them today at 5 p.m eastern time for the uh, gold medal. And again, this is a situation where winner gets a direct qualification uh, for uh, Paris 2024. Uh, And again, I really have to shout out my own sport of bocce, who they brought home uh, four individual medals. And this was a real, real good thing. And I want to highlight Lance Kreiderman, who's in the the BC1 category for bocce. This man took a hiatus from uh, bocce in the early 2000s and uh, was watching a national championships in uh, 2017 and and said when he was watching the live feed that I happened to be commentating that uh, he said, I could still compete with these individuals. Well, he's come back and he has won his first uh, para Pan Am silver medal as an individual. So really to come back 20 years later and say, I can still do this is really something to be really proud of. If we look in the BC4 category for bocce as well, we can say that Alison Levine winning the gold medal for the individual portion on the women's side is also a good thing. She has won four straight international tournaments this year. She is on fire. She's ready to roll. Uh, there's lots of good things happening. And the team in Paris portion of the event, which is now the second half of this, there's lots of medals going to be up for grabs. And Canada's really setting themselves up well there. So that's the good, the bad that we're talking about. How many medals do we have in total? Uh, We have, I had to scroll up and then I'm coming back down again. Uh, We have um, five gold. 10 silver and 16 bronze for a total of 31. Now I'm going to tell you that by the end of the day, we're going to be at least at 33 because the goalball team will win a medal. And so will the women's wheelchair basketball team. So if you're listening to this on a repeat, it will be upwards into the 33. But as we're doing this right now, we are at 31. Okay. I mean, and you currently mentioned goalball basketball. Uh, sorry, Ram, go ahead. No, 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 you, go ahead. Gosh. 
I was just going to ask, is there any other highlights you want us to note for the next couple of days mm. uh, for people to make sure they don't miss? Yeah, I think uh, the big thing for people to recognize is that track and field is is sort of the event that's going to wrap this thing up for us. And, and we're going to see some events there. As I mentioned, team in pairs for Bocce is still uh, um, there. So those are kind of the two big events. Most everything else is either wrapping up later today or uh, tomorrow. There isn't much going on from Saturday evening into Sunday. There's a little bit of road cycling, but I think Canada's basically uh, done what they're going to do in road cycling because most of those people already competed in the early parts of the uh, of the event. So yeah, that's sort of what you're looking forward to as we wrap this thing up. Uh, any else you want to say on how the event overall is feeling for para pan am i don't know if you're comparing with former years or uh you know former ways that the the sports have been represented or just in any other way do you feel like it's successful oh and also the uh, live like the streaming the commentary i, I it's funny you bring that up because <laughs> i know i it's it's i think we need to look at this in two ways we need to look at this and say cbc has had three channels and they run them all all day all the time the the challenge is is they decide what you're going to watch so there could be multiple things on and you're going to get told what it is you're going to watch and so thankfully the app is a pretty live and ready to go situation where you can real time and see what the scores are that doesn't really allow you to see the actual game itself then as individuals who are visually impaired and are watching it on tablets when you're watching a goalball game and the commentator mixes up u.s versus canada names you kind of go yeesh this is a problem right and and i think that's <laughs> that's that's a real challenge when you are unfamiliar with the sport and you're coming in and, and doing this broadcast for likely the first maybe the second time that people are doing this it's it's a challenge, and I think the sports that people don't have a relation to, a la goalball and bocce, it's it's sort of harder for them to relate to because they can't say, oh, it's wheelchair basketball, which is similar to stand-up and et cetera. I mean, there's just a lot of things, but I think we need to look at this and say we are stepping in the right direction, but it's a far cry from what was Vancouver in 2010 when we could literally go on the app and click on each tab and say, uh, this is what I want to watch and this is what it looks like. I, you know, that's just my takeaway from this event. Mm -hmm. It's somebody that's reporting on it for multiple situations. It, it can be tough. Yeah. Uh, and I think, Brock, what I saw in comparison with the Olympics compared to right now what's available and this is around the world as the consortium works out what they can do what they're going to do and unfortunately you get too many dinosaurs like me that look back and say man i remember when you would just wave bye to people like they were going off to war hey good luck and sometime down the road here how they did or who were the movers and shakers where we have so much now that we're able to get and looking for more and the more interest obviously at people learn these things and hopefully well brock before you go um we know you're doing some great commentary as well for CBC and that people can catch on the app. Would you say this has been a success? And when I think about this, I don't know if this is the right context. When it look ahead to Paris and qualifications, such as what we were talking about, the pressure that uh, you know wheelchair basketball men's has. For all intents and purposes, I would say for the most part, 
the Canadian Paralympic Committee looks at this and says, yes, we we have a success. I think the ones that this is the last opportunity for them to qualify, that's the ones that are tougher to to sort of swallow. But yes, I think it's a success. I am kind of surprised that, you know, swimming only has nine medals given their uh, plethora of disciplines as we sit here. That's the one key of this where I'm like, really, after almost a week, we only have nine medals. Swimming tends to be the 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 place that picks up a lot just based on volume and number of athletes so thanks pal really great great work brock thank you for covering so much off for us mm-hmm. uh, it makes us really enthused when you when you hear this stuff and looking forward to whether it's qualifications or all the way to paris brock richardson hits us folks with sports on our program beginning the second hour on fridays ahead next on the show the chatty bookshelf and ryan Huey is going to tell us about a few airports that have libraries which welcomes all passengers no matter if flying domestic or international right after this Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.